Welcome to Barry's YALI Learn session on understanding human rights, part 1 on the legal and moral obligations to protect human right. Please like and share this content before we proceed. Thank you. The outline will run from Definition of human right Human rights foundation and Moral obligations to protecting human right The definition of human rights Human rights are the basic rights and freedoms to which all humans are entitled. They are rights inherent to all human beings, irrespective of their nationality, gender, race, ethnic origin, color, sexual orientation, physical ability, religion, language, social or economic status. Everyone is equally entitled to human rights without discrimination. While we distinguish between civil, political, economic, social, and cultural rights, these rights are all interrelated, interdependent and indivisible. Human rights are generally individual rights, although some rights, such as the right to self-determination, are collective rights held by entire peoples or groups. All societies, whether in written or unwritten tradition, had systems in place to protect conventional standards of proper behavior, as well as justice for all. While the roots of human rights lie in prior tradition and documents that these societies created and live by, the revolutionary idea of rights inherent to human nature can be traced to Enlightenment philosophers such as John Locke and Jean-Jacques Rousseau. Documents such as the Magna Carta, the Mandan Charter of the Malian Empire, the French Declaration on the Rights of Man and Citizen, and the American Bill of Rights embodied ideas of guarantees and rights that individuals could invoke against the state. However, none of these documents offered equal protection, as they all excluded large parts of the population. The 19th century movement to end first the transatlantic slave trade and then slavery itself was the first international human rights campaign that truly embraced the idea that all human beings are created equal. Major campaigns in the 20th century focused on women's electoral rights and labor rights. However, the notion of universal human rights, protected under international law, was only embraced in the aftermath of the Second World War. Basic principles of human rights were captured by U.S. President Franklin Delano Roosevelt in 1941 when he spoke of a world founded on four essential freedoms, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom from want, freedom from fear. The horrors of the Second World War and the Holocaust served as a catalyst for advancing the cause of human rights as they propelled human rights onto the global agenda and conscience. International outrage over Nazi atrocities greatly influenced the standards for what today are considered gross violations of human rights, summary executions, enforced disappearances, enslavement, rape, and torture. Having borne witness to some of the worst crimes against humanity, the world's governments called for human rights standards to protect citizens from abuses by their governments, standards against which nations could be held accountable for the treatment of those living within their borders. The United Nations was founded with a purpose to promote universal respect for human rights and fundamental freedoms. To advance this goal, the United Nations established the Commission on Human Rights. The Commission established a committee to draft a document spelling out the meaning of the fundamental rights and freedoms proclaimed in the UN Charter. The Universal Declaration of Human Rights was adopted by the members of the United Nations on December 10, 1948. This declaration launched what amounted to a revolution in international law. How a government treated its citizens became an international concern, and no longer a domestic issue that other states were precluded from interfering in. The declaration has served as the basis for the constitutions of many nations.
It has achieved the status of customary international law because states have accepted it as the minimum legal standard of treatment that must be afforded to everyone. Ending racism and colonialism became the first area of focus for international human rights, with newly independent states from Africa and Asia in the forefront of the movement. Colonized and oppressed peoples in Africa and beyond proclaimed their independence in exercise of their right to self-determination. In 1965, against the backdrop of the colonization and the U.S. civil rights movement, the United Nations adopted its first universal human rights treaty, the Convention on the Elimination of All Forms of Racial Discrimination. One year later, two more treaties were adopted to build a more comprehensive body of legally binding human rights norms and create mechanisms for enforcing the Universal Declaration of Human Rights the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights and the International Covenant on Economic, Social, and Cultural Rights. These two covenants extend rights to all persons and prohibit discrimination. Each of them has been ratified by more than 160 nations. Non-governmental organizations have played fundamental roles in focusing the attention of the international community on human rights. For instance, NGO activities surrounding the 1995 United Nations Fourth World Conference on Women in Beijing, China, drew unprecedented attention to serious violations of the human rights of women. International NGOs such as Amnesty International, the Anti-Slavery Society, Human Rights Watch, and Survivors International monitor the actions of governments and businesses, give voice to victims, and advocate for human rights principles to be upheld. Perhaps even more important, Local human rights organizations are campaigning on a daily basis against injustice and inequality. As human rights defenders, they enjoy special protection and must not be subject to any reprisals for exercising their rights to freedom of expression. States must take positive action to fulfill human rights and allow for their effective enjoyment. Every state must prioritize its resources to address the core minimum needs of its population, including food, water, basic education, and health care and decent shelter. And there must be representation of marginalized groups in state institutions and decision-making bodies. We will take a closer look at the protections due marginalized groups in another lesson in this course. We want to thank you for following up this lesson till the end. Please remember to subscribe, like, share, comment and leave your feedback on our various social media handles. Hashtag YALI learns. Hashtag YALI cares. Hashtag Africa for her women's health. Hashtag YALI network. Hashtag Yalakek.